players in portals in pinstripes. Oh my. Hey, you no are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. Welcome in, welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Be sure to hit subscribe on the channel on YouTube and be sure to follow wherever you get your podcasts at Locked On Golden Gophers. Now today we're talking about the bowl. We're talking about some big transfer news. We're talking about some returners. It's a lot to talk about. We're going to dive right in. First off, let's kick it off with the Gophers bowl game. It's official. The pinstripe bowl is where the Gophers will be playing on December 29th this year in New York City versus Syracuse, the Syracuse Orange. We're going to dive deeper on this in the weeks to come, but here is just a quick tidbit what we know so far, one, yes, it is on a baseball field. That stinks. Two, yes, it's in a cold environment. This also stinks. Three, about three weeks ago, fans were praying not to get the Detroit quick lane bowl with a lower tier opponent, anything but that bowl. Just make sure we're not in Detroit. We got to play a real opponent. And now, when they don't get that, everyone is deeming this thing the worst thing to happen. Regardless of how you feel about the cold, how you feel about not being excited to possibly travel to New York if you want to go watch and cheer on the Gophers, the biggest thing is to go in and win and get back to a nine-win season. I mean, they have Syracuse has a pretty good pass defense. And it'll be another good test for Ethan heading into a major offseason, heading into something where we'll want him to continue to develop and grow and take the next step. This Syracuse team beat Purdue, this whom we lost to. This Syracuse team beat North Carolina State, whom people were saying we would love to play in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, whom was on their like third or fourth string quarterback you know, at, at this point in time. Like when they played him, they were on their second string. I think Leary was out. But still, this this Syracuse team is 19th in the nation when it comes to pass defense. And they're around like 65th in the nation when it comes to rushing defense. Now, I still haven't heard an official word on if Mo will be playing in this bowl game or not. My assumption at the moment, just based on gatherings and whatnot, would be that he might be. He may actually be playing in this bowl game. When it comes to 19th in the nation and pass defense, too, it's not like the Syracuse team has played bad passing defenses. In fact, the quarterbacks they've played, they've played DJ Uangalele, who even if you don't think he's amazing, you don't think he's lived up to his potential, he's had a rock-solid year, 2,500 yards, 31st in the nation in pass touchdowns. He can sling the thing. They've also taken on Jordan Travis at Florida State, who's played really well, Sam Hartman at Wake Forest, who's played really well, Brennan Armstrong, who last year was lighting the league on fire. Now, Virginia took a huge step back with Tony Elliott at the helm, but still, 
Brennan Armstrong has QB talent. And then they've also played Aiden O'Connell, who we know firsthand can sling that thing. So they've played good quarterbacks, and they're still 19th in the nation when it comes to passing defense. Now, overall, it's not a team to overlook. It's a team that has some NFL-caliber players on it. In In fact, there are three NFL projected players on the team. Cornerback Garrett Williams, who is a top 50 prospect. Sean Tucker, running back, also very good. In a similar realm as far as NFL prospect as Mo Ibrahim. And then they also have Matthew Bergeron, an offensive lineman who is getting NFL looks. Now, lastly, PJ Fleck gave some great insight as well yesterday that only about 5% of players on this team have even been to New York in the first place. And so it'll be a really cool experience for the team. And because it's during the winter time, during the holiday season where they'll light up the tree, where Times Square will be aflow, it'll be fun. It'll be cold, but it will be an experience that a lot of these players wouldn't get in their lifetime. So even if you individually don't like it, there are some positives to it. And it's still a bowl game for the team to go out there and be able to represent, get another nine win season, go four and in the bowl games under PJ Fleck. There's a lot of opportunities out there, even though it's not glorious. It's not glamorous. That said, I'm one of the biggest people that would have loved to see Mayo dumped on coach Fleck with a win as much as the next person, but it's not going to happen this year. Maybe in a future year, maybe hopefully we're in a higher caliber bowl game a year from now. Now this wasn't the only big news for Minnesota this week. In fact, there were two huge announcements this week, and that is what we are going to dive in and talk about coming up next. First, let's talk about our friends over at Omaha Steaks. Look, it's a perfect gift. If you have friends, family, you're questioning, what should I get them? Omaha Steaks is an amazing and quality and convenience, everything you need to deliver an unforgettable holiday gift. And this holiday season, you can go to omahasteaks.com. And use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for $30 off your order. Again, that's go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at the checkout. Now, it's the world's best beef and it's naturally aged for ultimate tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. If you have family, friends that love to cook out in the summer, the second it's even warm enough, they're on the grill. Heck. I know people that when it's winter, they're still out there on the grill because that's how much they love to grill, barbecue, smoke meats, you name it. Well, if that's the same for you, then it's time to give them a gift that they're absolutely going to love and remember. And again, it has everything you need to give the simply perfect gift. Tender steaks, juicy burgers. Decadent desserts and classic comfort comfort meals. Again, they'll never forget it. So use the $30 off promo code by going to omahasteaks.com and using promo code locked on when you check out for $30 off your order. All right. So like I said, it wasn't the only big news was the bowl game, but we found out huge news about two key players from this Gophers defense, and we are going to dive in on that firsthand. Now, the first player that we have to talk about right away 
is none other than Gophers safety Tyler Newbin. Tyler Newbin has announced that he is returning. He's coming back for the Gophers, and it's a huge impact for this Gophers team. In fact, Tyler Newbin shocked all Gophers fans. We thought he was headed to the NBA, NFL draft, not the NBA. My bad. Wrong sport. We thought he was headed to the NFL draft, and it looks like he is going to be saddling up once again for the Gophers, and it's going to be a good time for this defense, a huge addition for them to come back. In fact, looking at Newbin's stats last year, he played 569 total snaps and played in the 22 season. That's not across his whole time as a Gopher, but just in this 2022 season, he played 569 total snaps. He had a PFF grade of 76.5, a coverage grade of 72.6, both really good numbers, especially for a DB that's on the field that much. Then on top of that, he had three total pressures on the quarterback, one with a QB hit and two QB hurries, 43 tackles, 20 stops, run stops, and then on top of that, he forced a fumble, and he was targeted 20 times this year, only giving up seven receptions for a 35% completion rate. Now, in those seven receptions, he gave up 158 yards and one touchdown that was credited to him, and lastly, he had four pass breakups and four interceptions. Now, if you were paying attention to how his draft stock was going, he probably could have been drafted in the third round to fifth round of this NFL draft this upcoming year. He's a leader of the defense, and he can really shoot his stock up coming back and hopefully bounce it up to that first or second round like we saw JMS do this year. He's a veteran leader to really double down for the young guys and help them grow like Bryson Coleman, like Darius Green, like KB, the 2023 freshman coming in, Kerry Brown, and many others. So it's one D-back that is great to have coming back. And there's another news that came out this week, Flip Dixon is moving on. He has entered the transfer portal. And so Flip Dixon is the other person we definitely have to talk about this week. It was a shocking move. Many Gophers fans are kind of baffled by the thought of it and don't understand because he was playing so much, so much that he played 413 snaps in this 2022 season. So a lot of people are asking, why? Why is Flip going to transfer when he could see that much time or even more next year? Well, the first thing is, he might want to play his natural position at safety. No one is saying because Howden's gone that Flip Dixon gets that spot. In fact, it could have been communicated to him that he's probably going to continue to play the role he was in because it was such a game changer for the Gophers being able to cover in so many different ways. Plus the Darius Green coming in the Wisconsin game and playing really well. Plus us knowing that Coleman Bryson was a fall camp dandy. It's it's not guaranteed that the coaches were saying, hey, we're going to look at you as the starting safety. And that could play a huge factor in it, as well as other factors that many people out there won't know about besides Flip Dixon and his family and what was communicated to Flip. Now, what did Flip do for this team? He had, again, 413 snaps in 2022, a PFF grade of 61 overall, a coverage grade of 62.3, And then on top of that, he had two total pressures with two quarterback hurries. He had 27 total tackles, 15 run stops, 
targeted 32 times on the season, but only allowed 15 receptions for a 46.9 completion percentage. But what was more impressive is even with that uptick in targets and receptions that were made on him, he only gave up 113 total yards with zero touchdowns. Now he was credited with three pass breakups, no interceptions. So Flip Dixon was a major player for this Gophers team and it hurts. It stinks that he won't be here with the Gophers next year, but we wish him nothing but the best as he moves forward. This portal world, it's different. It's different. And if guys aren't seeing the position, the time, you name it, that they want to see, they might. They could very well end up in the transfer portal, but the same thing is on the flip. The Gophers still benefit from the portal as well and finding other players. So again, wish him nothing but the best. It's sad to see him go. It was awesome the impact he made, but even in the statistics that I just laid out, that wasn't everything he brought to this team. He was a major advantage when it came to alignment and on being on the field, he could be a nickel player. He could be a Sam linebacker. If you needed him to, he could probably play the will linebacker weak side too. And on top of that, again, his natural position of safety, he can play all of that. You can match him up. You can make him an advantage, give you a mismatch on the field, but he can cover basically any position. And that was dynamic for this Gophers defense. He can keep up with the speed of a slot receiver or of a running back and play coverage well on them, as well as getting big, getting tough, getting physical with bigger receivers that get moved in the slot or tight ends that are on the inside running routes. He's able to bang around with those guys and hold his own. He truly was a big time player when it came to the Gophers defense in that aspect. Also, he had the recovery speed if he was out of position. If something snuck across, he had the recovery speed to blow up screenplays and to stop QB run attempts, which was the most impressive thing, in my opinion, how quickly he could recover to flush out those type of plays. Those intangibles and those bits are going to be the hardest thing for the Gophers to replace from Flip Dixon moving forward. So... With all that said, with Newbin coming back, with Flip Dixon in the transfer portal, and it's not guaranteed he he could say, hey, coach, I want to come back. I don't think it's very likely, but even if you enter the portal, you can reconsider and rejoin your university. Now, again, I don't think that's likely. So with him leaving, with Newbin coming back, what does this defensive back room look like moving forward? That is what we have to talk about coming up next. First, this episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. At Lockdown Golden Gophers, we believe the home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, you can give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And you can do that right now. Simply Safe is offering Lockdown Golden Gophers listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. You got to do it now. Here's why I love the Simply Safe system. You can, it's 24 7 monitoring. They have agent support, they have contact support, customer support. But at the same time, you don't have to worry about false alarms or false triggers. It's all top notch technology that makes it so you don't have to worry about 
anything of that sort. And on top of it, the 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half of the price of a traditional home security. So don't miss your chance to save big on favorite six on a favorite security system like Simply Safe. Again, you can use get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Once again, Gophers fans, thank you so much for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers sports. On the daily, on the daily, we're not only talking about football, we've been doing a lot of football talk, and we will work in men's and women's basketball, and I'm hoping to get in some more hockey as well and bring on some hockey experts because I love hockey, I enjoy hockey, but I'm not well-versed top-notch knowledge when it comes to hockey. So I'm going to get some of those guys here on the podcast for you, some of those gals here on the podcast for you to talk hockey as well. We got to talk about Gophers hockey because this is the state of Minnesota, or Minnesota is the state of hockey. So we were talking football, though, and we were talking what does this defensive back room look like with the departures of Newman or not the Newman with the departures of Flip Dixon and with the return, the return, pardon me, folks, no, no cause for panic. Newman is coming back. So with the return of Newman, the departure of Flip Dixon, what does this room potentially look like? What do the starters potentially look like? Well, we've got Newman's partner in crime leaving Jordan Howden out of eligibility. You also have tea time, uh, the, Boundary corner leaving out of eligibility. And then you have Flip Dixon, who's officially entered the transfer portal, who played a majority of the nickel snaps. This no-fly zone is going to look a lot different next year. Now, Justin Wally will be locked in as the field side cornerback like he was this season. And Tyler Newbin will be locked in in one of those safety slots like we know. He typically played to the boundary side with tea time. Now, who are some candidates that will fill major minutes or opportunities at this position? Well, the first one is Beanie Bishop. He played 82 slot cornerback snaps, 155 outside cornerback snaps. When tea time went down with a quick injury in a couple of the games where he was out for a drive or two, Beanie Bishop was the guy that was looked to to step in and make the plays, and he made those plays. In fact, he saw a lot more time over the back half of this season. He's someone I definitely think will get an opportunity at either of the positions, but probably outside right away. Then you look at Ryan Stapp. He didn't see much work this season after the Illinois game. Early on, he saw a lot more looks. And then as we got later into the season, not so many opportunities for Ryan Stapp. He had 41 slot snaps, 98 outside snaps. So again, he has the versatility to bounce back and forth. And I'd expect these two players to get the most looks or opportunities at the cornerback openings from the jump. Now, from there, you also have true freshmen that both redshirted this season in Tariq Watson and Rylan Kelly, who both redshirted and have the opportunity to show how much growth they've made in this last year and through this next offseason and if they can step into larger opportunities. Now, Rylan Kelly was mentioned by Brevin Span Ford in our episode last week in our interview with him. If you haven't checked that out yet, definitely do that. It was great to talk with Brevin and be on the show with him and his brother, Tristan. So you definitely want to give that show a look. But he mentioned Rylan Kelly. He mentioned Zach Evans as some of the guys, Anthony Smith, some of these young guys that really stood out to him over the course of the year in 
their spring camp and their fall camp and then into the rofer periods over the course of the season. So those are the guys I would look at the most. On top of that, thus far in the 2023 class, you have Zaquan Bryan, who is the lone cornerback commit, but he's a dog. He loves to learn. He loves to grow, and he puts his all into it all. So he is going to be another young cornerback that will be able to really grow, thrive, and hopefully push for an opportunity as he gets more involved in the system and in the playbook as well. Now on the safety front, Filling that Howden spot, who are we looking at? Well, I think Coleman Bryson was the talk of the town for fans that were kind of watching, for the analysts that had kind of watched fall camp last year. But P.J. Fleck really talked about him in fall camp, talked about how impressed he was. He mentioned he might be a guy that who's going to play play this past season. Now, he didn't play play. He got a couple opportunities in the early non-conference games, but... I think he is a player that definitely, as he continues to grow, as he pushes through another offseason, having a full season under his belt, he's a guy that can take a major step up and could be the guy to assume that position that Howden leaves open. If he can take a step over the offseason, I would expect big things. Otherwise, Darius Green showed a real nice spark in that Wisconsin game and showed that he can step up and play at a starting level competitively against our rival. So if you can show it in one of those biggest games like that, definitely have the chops and the opportunity to go forward and compete for that opening spot. I wouldn't be surprised to see both of these guys kind of worked in, whether that be Darius may be playing more of that Flip Dixon role and being able to play nickel and some safety and be flexible or maybe vice versa. I don't know. That's something we're going to have to pay attention to moving forward. But both of those guys, I would not be surprised to see incorporated into this defense. Now, overall, the defense is in great shape. I trust Coach Rossi more than almost any defensive coordinator in the entire nation to get this thing right, get it going and keep us as a top 10 unit in the nation when it comes to defense and a huge impact of that is the return of Tyler Newbin. It's going to be, it's going to be much needed, very helpful with the schedule at hand for the Gophers next year. Now that's going to be fun to keep track of and watch and talk about over the off season. And if you want to learn more about it, you want the latest updates, you want every bit of information as we go, be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and be a part of the community that we're building here at Locked On Golden Gophers. That's going to do it for us on today's episode. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Please leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. This is Kane Rob signing off. That's going to do it for us. Row the boat. Sky you Go Gophers.